Welcome to Greater Freedom, a weekly podcast about how to build a successful business that lights you up and that you absolutely love whilst living a lifestyle that you are obsessed with. In this podcast, we put freedom at the forefront, financial freedom, time freedom, and freedom to travel the world whilst your business continues to thrive. I'm your host, Nicola Charlotte, a lifestyle-led business coach helping female entrepreneurs to have it all in a way that feels exciting, authentic, and aligned. I'm equal parts business and equal part mindset, here to show you how to use your energy to create that turning heads kind of success. I went from zero to plus five figure months in less than two years, and I'm here to tell you that your biggest, most expansive visions are so possible. In fact, they're so much closer than you think, and I'm gonna help you make that a reality. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Greater Freedom podcast. I'm joined today by a very special guest, Neve, who is a virtual assistant coach, a digital, full-time digital nomad, and currently based in Western Australia. Neve, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Please give us a little bit of introduction and tell us something about your business. Absolutely. So um, my business uh, started in March of 2020 and I had always wanted to kind of figure out a way of working online so I could travel full time. That was kind of my why and my angle. Um, And I had gone solo traveling in 2018 and met my partner. And then by 2020, we were traveling again together. And um, when the pandemic hit, and we were stuck inside for a few weeks, we were like, right, let's figure this out. And that's kind of where the VA side of the business began. And then Mm -hmm. um, in 2022, we kind of transitioned um, our focus into coaching other virtual assistants to do the same thing, because there were so many people asking us, how do we do it? Like they wanted to travel as well, and just they needed the kind of support and tools to get there. So that's kind of where the VA coaching business was born. Amazing. I love that. So it was a business that was born out of lockdown. Is that correct? Or had the seeds already been planted before the pandemic? So the seeds were definitely planted. I had been searching online for remote jobs and I got Mm. a, a, I got a client who was a kind of a a wellness coach. Um, I got the job from Gumtree. Mm. It was like one hour a week, but that was, I guess, the first seed And that was a year before the business was born. So that was my first seed of, okay, if I can work for this person, there has to be more people out there that, you know, I can work for. Amazing. I love that. And you said that your partner is now, you know, jointly in with you in the business and he's very much um, involved as well. So what was, I always find it very interesting when I come across um, like couples that are running their business together and traveling the world and supporting one another. So what was what was his background? Just kind of a little bit of detail in terms of was it had you always had the vision of growing a business together? Was the focus of being able to travel the world and have greater freedom? What was it that kind of sparked that conversation that then meant that you became kind of business owners together? Yep. So I would say a very informal conversation. We um in Thailand I kind of like pitched him the idea I was like you know I really want to start this thing now we've got time I think I'll give it a go I think I'll make a website and he was like yes sweet go for it and then the next day he was like what will I do and I was like why don't you why don't you do it with me and then he was like yeah okay 
And we literally started like the next day and built an Instagram page, built really terrible branding, you know, started researching virtual assistants, <laughs> started building a really terrible website we never used. But yeah, we basically started from the next day and it grew and evolved from there. And we kind of have found our place in the business um, over time. And it's definitely something that we had to discover. He is a geologist by trade. Um, so mm-hmm. he used to work in gold mines. So a very different kind of lifestyle and career path for him. Um, so he is now very much involved with kind of building side of running a business, the more um detail orientated side of things I'm the more creative I'll come up with the ideas and he'll kind of hatch mm-hmm. the ideas out I'll put the finishing touches on them so we definitely both have our role in the business I'm can be a little bit um I think sometimes comes with creative people a bit scattered a bit my attention to detail <laughs> can be flawed so he puts you know make sure everything is done right that the whole business runs smoothly that all the client work is you know, done to a high standards, and I kind of come up with the visions. Amazing. I love that. I think it's always so important to have like the different skill sets and strengths when there is a duo or a team, you know, it's like, this is my area of expertise. This is your area of expertise, but together it really creates that full picture business. Um, so I guess for people that are listening that are thinking, okay, cool. So I'm a virtual assistant at the moment or I'm a coach and I want to grow my business to a bigger level um what did that look like from going to that job on Gumtree um when you're working you know with one client to actually now having a business where you're teaching virtual assistants to grow their own business to create more freedom to open up to that maybe digital nomad lifestyle or um, more flexibility more freedom how what was that sort of journey I guess from point A to point B um I think that yeah would be lovely to hear yeah so I suppose we we set up and got like clients very quickly we were probably we didn't even know what fully booked meant but I guess in hindsight we were probably fully booked back then um in about seven weeks from the the day I mentioned like starting um and from then yeah it was it was amazing you know they weren't all dream clients um it wasn't all the dream work but they were paying us nicely so we were delighted that this we were making this work um and then we to be honest we continued to be fully booked like pretty much um consistently for the next two years and then I guess in the probably after a year and a half of just being you know doing client work full-time our cost of living started to get more expensive it was the pandemic only certain countries were open life was expensive and um Mm we started to need to take on more clients to support that. And then we were just getting a bit burnt out. We were just doing a lot of work to kind of sustain the lifestyle. And also because we were full-time traveling, we were kind of, you know, like we're not really having that much time while we're traveling because we were working a lot. Um, So I, I had always been a very strong networker and it's still a massive part of, I think why our business has succeeded. I love chatting to people. So I have, since day one, I've, I've chatted to people on Instagram back and forth. I was never thinking they're my ideal client. You know, they were just people I was chit-chatting to because of the reason, like you said, when you're starting a business, it can be lonely. It's nice to have other people in similar positions. So I'd always be chit-chatting. I went on a, I did a kind of a, uh, like a talk about being a digital nomad. 
And one of the girls who was running the talk was like, do you have anything that you could sell the ladies if they want to do the same? And I was like, not really. But I was like, I'm sure I can think of something. So that birthed my, what was my power hour, which was a one hour call with lots of documents, which would help newbie BAs get the basics of setting up. Um, That was a great success. And a lot of people that had been in my audience that I had been chatting to once I launched that, um, that really went well. And I kind of consistently sold that um, probably for the next six to eight months. Um, And then we were getting tons of those calls. And I was kind of seeing that those people needed extra support that like I was giving them a load of information, but then they were kind of left to their own devices. So um, Mm. I've been fortunate to work with a lot of amazing business coaches. um, Like they were my clients. So in like over the course of my kind of VA career and they had become friends and one of them um, had just mentioned like, why don't you run a group program? You've got so much interest. Um, It would make sense to run a group program. So I was like, you know what? I'll wing it. We'll try it. We built a very vague sales page um, and put it out there and 20 people signed up to it. Um, Amazing. It was quite wild. It was it was a day that we we got locked out of Australia where my boyfriend's from for two years. And it was the day we were flying back to Australia that the kind of card Mm -hmm. opened. So we got off the plane and we had like eight sales from the time we got on the plane to off the plane. So it was very exciting, very scary. The course wasn't even built. It was just a vision. Um, and yeah, so far we've we've been running that since April and we have sold out every round um, since we started. And yeah, we have improved it every time, listened to any feedback, added extra additions, anything I felt was lacking. So that's kind of our signature program, the VA Academy. And that's also furthered a lot of new virtual assistants who um, have been able to make this kind of their reality as well, whether that means full-time travel. Some people have kids and just want to stay home. Some people just don't like commuting and just like our home bodies, you know, so we've been able to help kind of massive amount of people with the VA Academy, which is very exciting. Amazing. I love that. I think um, something that sort of really stood out was the, well, the sort of the desire to keep helping people, but also the confidence and the uh, mindset of let's just try and see what works and let's offer this. So it's like flexibility is kind of the word that's coming through. You know, it doesn't need to be perfect. We don't need to have a curated, you know, pre-written four-month plan, but I know that I can help these people. I know I've got the skills. So let's put it out there and see how it works. And I think that's something that I see quite a lot with clients that I work with who are newer entrepreneurs, be that coaches, VAs, um, marketing managers, et cetera, who are, they have the skills, they have the experience, but they maybe lack that confidence in just going for it or putting something out there or trialing something. So it sounds like you really had that confidence within yourself and the business that you would be able to provide this program these power hours these courses um so I guess the people that are sort of thinking oh I'd love to be able to do that but I don't know if it would work or I'm too scared or what if it fails what's a lesson or advice that you could give to those people um who are listening so I guess it's literally just like this is how I kind of um you know reinforce myself I was like okay do I know how to set up a VA business? Have I done that? Yes. Could I write it down on, on a Google Doc and then speak it to someone? 
Yes. So if someone has done that, then they can sell someone to how to set up the VA business, how to set up the back end. Then I was like, have I been able to get fully booked? Have I been able to land clients? Do I have a strategy that I can use? So if someone has done that, then you can sell that knowledge. It's, it's, you may not think that it's like this may amazing skill, but it is to someone who is new. Um, you know, mm. even if someone a year behind you, you still have a lot of knowledge about that. And again, with the kind of, I, I would say if you are nervous about launching something, whether it be like a one-on-one strategy call or a marketing call or, you know, a kind of power hour-ish call to put the feelers out, put up polls on social media, put up polls on Instagram saying, would you be interested if I did something like this? You know, I did a lot of market research and once I got one call booked, I asked for feedback. I sent an automated review. If someone suggested something, I changed it. Um, and I was always open to feedback without being, um, you know, personally offended. I feel like it was always constructive if it was. Um, and at the end of the day, if you put something like that out there, like selling like a one-on-one call, there's not much, there's not a huge amount that goes into the back end of setting that up that, you know, if no one bites, well, so be it. You didn't, didn't, you know, there's not, what's the worst that can happen. Um, I mean, I, I've launched a few in my VA career. I kind of launched like that I was going to be doing video editing and I quickly learned that I don't love doing that. And that was a bit of a flop, <laughs> but like, you know, I didn't really lose anything from it because all it meant was yeah. I said I was going to do it. I created a few social media posts, didn't work out, not the end of the world. I moved on. So I think just, yeah, just not being afraid of trying, um, which I know sounds scary, but I feel like if someone's already set up, they've kind of already taken the plunge and taken the risk. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, as you said, it's what what's the worst that can happen? I often yeah. say that question because it's like, what's the worst that can happen? But actually, if we flip it around, imagine if it all went to plan and you achieved this more than the more results and bigger success than you ever imagined. And it's like we it's funny how we can so often be the ones that are blocking our way to that you know, next level of success that we're desiring. So going out there, having fun with it, feeling into what feels good for you and launching in a way that aligns with your values and your energy versus thinking, oh, I have to do this because I've seen me do that. And it's like, just because it works for you doesn't actually mean it's going to work for someone else. So I think coming back to that as well is is really important. So moving on a little bit to kind of the values within your business. So I'm going to assume, but correct me if I'm wrong, that freedom and flexibility is a big val- or big values for you, your partner and within your business. Um, how, if that is the case, how does that kind of show up and, and what do you do to ensure that you maintain the level of freedom and flexibility that you desire whilst your business continues to grow? Absolutely. So I will say that I am also human and have you know, not done things perfect always. And there's been plenty of times in the business where I took on too much work, was burnt out, like took on maybe the wrong client work, the wrong clients. Um, So it hasn't always been as good as it is now. So just to be transparent that if someone's listening and they're going through, you know, kind of rough patch, there are ways out of it. And it happens, it can happen to the best of us. Um, In terms of, I feel like I have got a lot stronger with my values in the past year. And I think with the coaching side of things, I think it's really important not to get greedy because you can take on 
tons of one. I don't really take on one on one clients because I don't think it's an effective way of using my time. And I think that a lot of my ideal clients can get a lot of value out of group programs. And I still give like 100 percent of my support and energy to them. I feel like they can get out at a lower cost. Mm -hmm. It takes energy for me because I can teach to a a numerous amount of people at one time. Um, So kind of keeping our offerings to group programs as our main offering is how we have been able to kind of keep freedom mapping out our year so we have holidays um every we take holidays like we take some time off every two months and which is like fully off time um not over committing to just like calls not over committing to too much client work um having strong boundaries in place and yeah because our values are very much travel um and like I don't know just being able to enjoy the small things in life um Mm. not being spending the whole day working like that's not why we started this we both had careers that we were very busy in before and I feel like we didn't start this to just have a new you know nine to five career it's very much the opposite of why we started so yeah, basically our values are travel and freedom and flexibility because we spend a lot of time in Australia where my, my partner's from and in Ireland where my parents are and just being able to, you know, spend time with them during the day, being able to do things with them, go for coffee in the morning, whatever it may be, that we can be flexible in our workday, that we don't have structured times. And um, like, yes, I do have some commitments and I do have some calls, but generally besides a couple of calls a week my our whole week is extremely flexible so I think that kind of flexibility is very important to us yeah I think that's so important what you said about you know not being greedy because it is so easy and I think we're probably all guilty of this or have been guilty of this I should say in the past of saying yes for you know the financial reasons as opposed to whether it aligns with our values who we want to work with and the work itself. Um, I think, I don't know whether this is necessarily the blanket rule, but I can definitely say from my own experience, when I started out, I did say yes to a lot of opportunities without necessarily spending enough time thinking about whether they were going to be actually really aligned. And I think there is some value in that at the beginning, because you get to understand what you do enjoy, what you don't enjoy, and then what boundaries you want to ensure you set moving forwards. Um, So I suppose once you are a bit more established and once you do have more clarity, then it is saying no to uh, clients that aren't aligned, knowing that by saying no, you are still creating space and allowing those more aligned, high ticket, exciting clients to come through and moving away from the sort of scarcity around, oh, what if I say no and there's not any more? And it's like, there will always be more, um, especially if you're showing up authentically online um, in alignment with your values because that's what's really going to resonate with your dream client who is going to want to work with you so there's definitely elements of mindset work as we know but the consistent mindset work that builds up that trust in what is it you are you are offering and the trust that there will be always plenty of clients that are perfect for you it's just you know maybe it's not in that right moment if that makes sense Hi Chick, I hope you are loving today's episode. 
whilst we're here, I have to let you know about a brand new and super luxe opportunity to hang out with me in person for a day whilst we dive deep into all things abundance, biz strategy, up-leveling and CEO energy. Yeah, pretty epic, right? This is my brand new VIP day currently available in Europe and Bali and here to set you up for the most expansive, successful next 12 months and beyond. I want to help you grow your freedom-based business and step into your dream lifestyle where you're 3xing your revenue, leaning back more, becoming that business owner you've always wanted to be and working with global dream clients you are totally obsessed with. We'll look at your personal branding, your social media strategy, curating a killer product suite that sells with ease and dive deep into your next level mindset, plus so much more. It'll be the most magnetic, abundant, luxury day tailored to you. Think five-star hotel vibes, luxury spa escape, gorgeous food and VIP treatment. If this sounds exciting and you're ready to be a queen for a day whilst you up-level your business, then send me a DM over on Instagram saying VIP day. My Instagram handle is at Nicola Charlotte Coaching and I'll leave the link in the show notes. There's just three spaces available for the rest of 2022. So if you're currently based in Europe or Bali, get in touch and we'll chat in the DMs to start curating your perfect VIP day. So head to the link in the show notes and I cannot wait to speak to you. For now, let's get on with the rest of the episode. Absolutely. And I think when you are, say, if you're a beginner and you're a VA, like working with the wrong kind of clients can be as bad as working for a boss that you, you know, you tried, you were escaping from that you hated. So I feel like, you know, if you're not feeling aligned with someone to have that, you know, that's why I think it's important if you're like an online service provider to have like strong contract terms, strong boundaries. So if something is not going well with someone that you can, you know, kindly end the relationship and replace them um, without having that panic um, of, you know, where is your next paycheck going to come from? And there's absolutely ways of, you know, ensuring that's always the case. And I feel like people are often scared of getting into this business because they're like, I need a secure paycheck, but there are, I think it's actually a lot more secure as a VA than you think, because if you have like five clients, mm. you know, you've got like five different paychecks coming in. It's very unlikely that they're all going to fire you in the one week or the one month. Um, so it's, yeah, yeah. It, I, I think it's, you know, just having strong boundaries and terms and stuff that you're never kind of, you're always ensuring your own kind of financial security is um, really important. Yeah, I think boundaries are such a big topic. I'd love to just go into it in a little bit more detail. So I do think it's something that newer entrepreneurs do find uh, tricky because I have I've had conversations with clients who are like, oh, but I don't want to seem like I'm coming across as rude. Or what if they, you know, end the contract because of these these boundaries that I'm implementing? Or oh, but I'll say yes this time, but then maybe next week I'll sort of make sure that I've got them. So. Um, from someone who has got firm boundaries, I guess two questions. One, can you give us some examples of some of the boundaries that you have in your business to ensure that you do have that flexibility and freedom to travel and have the lifestyle that you want? And B, um, someone who maybe is looking for better boundaries, any tips on how to build up the confidence to begin implementing them with clients that they're currently working with? 
Yep, absolutely. Um, I feel like how to implement them with clients that you're working with is I had like always say, for example, clients used to always pay late. So one day I got fed up, but I sent them all an email saying that there's going to be a 20 euro late fee if they haven't paid on or before the due date. And it's something that I have used literally only ever twice. 20 euro is also not that much, but people just have, I feel it's almost yeah. like that that people feel like, okay, I better pay on time. It changed my financial situation massively. Um, no one was like, I don't want to work with you because of this threat of 20 euro. You know, at the end of the day, it wasn't a massive amount of money, but it was just reinstating that, like, you need to pay on yeah. time. I also ha- changed, and um, this was one I, I, I don't know, I actually think it works really well, is we started sending um, all of our invoices um, and payment reminders, payment late fees, anything from another email address so we 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 created a like support email address all the invoicing was done through there then that Mm. way I could remove myself from the invoicing and I just felt like you know we had like automatic basically reminders that went out seven days before an invoice was due and it was kind of just like a copy and paste template so it didn't look like it was like targeted and then we had this one go out the, the day that payments were due and one if a late payment had to go out there would always be the same email so it looked like it was just a system so that's just in terms of payment in terms of um keeping boundaries with like work hours and stuff like it is one of those things that you really have to learn how to do and mm-hmm. I find that um I just had to be and this this came with time um I had to be strict I use like a time tracker where I turned on the the time tracker if someone was paying me for an hour I would check their messages in that hour any back and forth would eat into their time and if a project wasn't finished I would you know I I I had to end up being like you know us going back and forth is eating into your hours and then suggesting maybe a better way of working that maybe you have a 15 minute call every Monday to catch up and go through the, the mm-hmm. week so there is no back and forth because um yeah, I feel like it, it's very easy for boundaries to get crossed. And I think having a strong contract with very specific terms that suit you is really important because, you know, a contract isn't really one fits all. Like you do need to customize it, um, especially if your circumstances are going to change, if your time zone is going to change, you know, if you're going to have a fixed time, you work for this client. If you're not going to have a fixed time, like all of that should be included in a contract. So they know from the get go. Um and I think that, yeah, if you need to change anything, sometimes just emailing, being like, hey, I've just, you know, made some adjustments adjustments in my business going forward. This, These are kind of the, the conditions um, that it will be. I feel like as a business owner who has people working for me, if someone messaged me that, I'd be like, sweet, no worries. Like I literally, it wouldn't affect how I work with someone once they got the work done yeah. by a good date. Yeah, I think those are all really, really good tips. I love the idea of having a separate email address for the invoicing, um, because as you say, it's just removes you from it, but it also enables, it almost brings a little bit more, uh, not kind of professionalism, but it's like that idea that there is actually a separate team that's dealing with the invoices and you know, that's just the terms of the conditions. And I think um, being firm at the end of the day, you're being firm, but you're being fair because they're the people that have, that are paying you late for a service that you've already given them. So there's actually no reason to feel scared or nervous about what they're going to say because 
you've you've not done anything you know that that's wrong um and yeah in terms of the boundaries as you say having the contract is absolutely so so key because then it's super super clear from the get-go what is expected on both parties as well so they know what they can expect from you and you know what you're going to honor to them um and I think something to mention as well is making sure that if in the first say week or two weeks that you're noticing that they're maybe uh, missing a certain boundary or pushing a certain boundary is actually to say something then and there versus thinking, oh, well, maybe in three or four weeks time, once they get to know me, then they'll realize that actually I don't reply to messages after five o'clock is just reminding them at the beginning saying, I know that we've only been working together for a week, but just a reminder, I don't check my phone past five o'clock. So if you do want to message me with anything after then, by all means do, but I'll get back to you tomorrow. And it's just instilling that sort of those ways of working from the get go. And it makes it much more natural and organic when it's done in that way as well. Absolutely. And I'm sure as a business owner as well, if you had support and, you know, someone said, hey, by the way, I don't check my phone past five, you'd be like, no worries, I'll chat to you tomorrow. Like you wouldn't take it personally. I know I wouldn't. I'd be like, yeah, okay, of course. Yeah, no worries. Um, so I feel like people get scared, but um, at the end of the day, it's just like probably a small business owner at the end of the other side of the phone. That is probably understandable enough. And sometimes people push boundaries without actually meaning to. And sometimes they need to be corrected to just be like, oh, I didn't actually mean to do that. No worries. Like I won't message you again past five. Yeah. And I think sort of circling that back is it comes down to, the, to communication, you know, and, and having that confidence to communicate what your boundaries are, but also the confidence to establish certain boundaries in your business that are going to afford you the lifestyle that you want. And one of the things that I talk about quite a lot with my clients and with my work is leading with lifestyle and designing and growing and scaling your business in a way that complements the life that you want to have. So actually, if you know that you want to have you know, Friday's afternoon off to watch your kids play football, or you want Monday mornings off to have more of like a CEO kind of planning morning, then make sure in your boundaries, in your contracts, in your programs, that that reflects that, you know, and it's like, I so often see people say, Oh, I want more freedom, or I want to be able to take more time off. But actually, they're booked out with clients who they're working with from 7am to 7pm. And then of course, that they don't have the freedom to do those things so it's about mapping out what that vision looks like what do you want your lifestyle to look like because that is absolutely possible now yes it might come with making changes or making big decisions or moving etc but it is available and then ensuring that your contracts your clients your work all reflects that so it kind of works they both work very nicely together it's just ensuring that they're aligned on the same page Absolutely. And like we have taken Fridays off work and like I've taken Fridays off client work for probably like a year and maybe three or four months. Um, and like that, like we mm. just let our clients know and we were we were prepared for some of them to leave us. And um, if they needed to, we were like, well, we did it while our, our cost of living was low. And I think one left us and the rest stayed. Every new client we got after that, we said like, hey, we work Monday to Thursday, by the way. And the same goes yeah. for our business. Now we, uh, we, I do a little bit of stories um, on a Friday, but other than that, we do like nothing else. Nothing gets built, nothing gets, you know, behind the scenes. And we also don't work in the mornings because we like to go for like a walk and a coffee and we like to chill in the mornings and work in the kind of middle part of the afternoon. 
and also do that regardless of what time zone we're in. So um, we kind of have just made that clear to clients when working with them that we don't have set hours of when we work, but everything will get done and we'll make sure that we've communicated when those priorities are, when things need to be done and everything gets done. And like I said, if we were able to be fully booked, you know, with those conditions, then there's no reason anyone else can't. I love that. I love that. That's so, it's so inspiring because it just took such a perfect example and evidence that you really can build a life style that you absolutely love, that you're obsessed with whilst you're, whilst you have a thriving, successful business. And that's exactly what I teach as well. So yeah, I think um, that's a great place to end. Thank you so much, me, for bringing your knowledge, your expertise, your energy, your tips. I think it's going to be super, super valuable for everyone listening, regardless of kind of what industry or niche or profession they're in. Um, So before I let you go, please share your details of where's best to find you. And I will obviously leave all links in the description box as well. Okay, amazing. It's been so nice um, to chat. And um, if any of your listeners want to connect with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Neve Team Virtual, which is N-I-A-M-H Team Virtual. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much. Have you got any nice plans for this evening? Because obviously evening your time, early morning where I am. Yes, um, actually, uh, we are house and dog sitting at the moment. So we're going to have a barbecue and in a very nice house, going to have a barbecue and a little dip in their swimming pool for the evening. Divine. That's come. You're speaking to me who's sitting at my desk with a hot water bottle, drinking <laughs> a hot tea with a pine neck on. So I'm going to live vicariously <laughs> through you, send us your sunshine and um, have a gorgeous rest of your week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear from you. In the meantime, my DMs are always open. So come over and say hi. At Nicola Charlotte Coaching. Bye.